Where did I park? Where did I park? Welcome to another journey in trying to find out where did I park. I'm your host, Chris, better known as CP. I'm here to park some of my thoughts and feelings so I can clear my head and get my life together. So here goes nothing. As usual, I want to say thank you to the faithful listeners in the parking lot for your support last week and actually the last couple weeks before that as well. The parking lot is growing a little bit and I appreciate it for real. I'm really just enjoying what I'm doing and I'm glad you guys are joining me along for the ride. Whether we're friends, associates, first time, or last time, I appreciate it. I appreciate the new reviews and the five stars. Please keep them coming. Thank you, honestly. And I definitely want to shout out my boy one more time, Pastor Marcus. We ended up trading interviews for the most part. If you get a minute, check out his podcast, Your Digital Pastor. And on his episode number 33, I was on there. I spoke for a few minutes about using what I had already done as a subtle marketing strategy to spread word about what I'm doing in the future. It's a good listen and it's worth it. Show him some love. Give him a listen. Helping him is helping me. So I appreciate him and I appreciate you guys as well. And if you've already checked it out, uh, be sure to leave him some feedback and leave me some as well. And if you came to me from him, I appreciate it. Buckle up. It gets a little bumpy. But speaking of bumpy, how are your resolutions going? Pretty good. We're past January 12th already, so it's supposed to be time to quit. Did you? Well, apparently my gym didn't get the message. That joint is still packed, man. Not only did I have to wait to find a place to park, I also had to wait on a treadmill. I was thoroughly upset. I mean, I was already suffering from the case of the Mondays, but this just made it worse. I still don't want anyone to fail. For real, I'm honest, believe me. I just want my dog on space, man. I want to get in there and get my workout in. I could barely get in the groove today. My wife went to the gym and she could barely get in the groove. She was looking around like, who are all these new faces? Who are all these people? Try to tell her this is the resolution. She thinks it's going to go to like March or April. Hopefully I'm more right and we'll get closer to this uh, end of January timeline that I'm thinking. But again, I don't want anybody to fail. Shoot, I've failed enough myself in the past. I mean, I've done fasting and Whole30 and all that stuff. And I've made some losses, but you lose quick, you can turn around and gain quick if you're not careful. And I wasn't careful. I just thank God I'm learning to eat better and uh, stick to this diet as long as I have. Because after today's gym episode and the bird lunch I had, I probably wouldn't even made it to the 12th either. But anyways, where did I park? I mean, of course, I could always work out at home. I bowl on Thursday nights, so Thursday mornings are usually home workouts, or possibly adding a mile or a walk or something at lunch if it's available. The home workouts used to be all I did back in the day, man. P90, Insanity, Beachbody, Daily Burn, all that stuff. I've been on all of them. Have I been on any of them well? Eh, well, probably not. Stephanie, however, has been a monster with those in the past. She loves them. Well, she did at one point. 
Sean T would just murder me. Home workouts make me want to call somebody and report them for hazing, for real. I guess I never found a great space to do them, though. Always slipping, not jumping up and down very well, trying not to wake up the boys or anything, uh, boxes and weights and just carrying them around the house. I think the worst part was just hating on the people of the videos, though. P90 had, uh, what was her name? Drea Weber. And uh, Insanity had Tanya. Then Tanya left to have a baby and she came back. Then she was the modifier and he just brought in somebody new. It's crazy, man. But there's always somebody on those videos that you hate. They're either too perfect with all the moves or just too excited. It always looks like the leader has a crush on them, too. Even though we know public lifestyles will tell you that that's not the case in some of those videos. But this one video I default on, too, on a lot of Thursday mornings shows people tapping out during, uh, during the duration of the workout. It always makes me mad because this one girl taps out. I was about to say this one girl taps out every time, but then I realized I'm talking about a video. My bad. But even though I've done the workout 25, 30, 40 times, every time it gets me upset when they show her tapping out. I'm just looking at her like, get up. Come on, girl, get up. Coincidentally, she never listens. But what else is new? Enough about working out, though. There's no amount of working out that can prepare you for four-year-olds anyway. Our little bucket of trouble, Jace, turned four on the 11th, and he had his first big boy birthday party where he can invite his friends and everything. Side note, big shout out to my cousin Anthony as well, aka AS, the musician, the singer, the songwriter, everything else that he does, musical magic, musical musician, musical killer, whatever you want to call him, he's nice with it. But they share birthdays, so happy birthday to him as well. And anyways, for Jason's birthday, we went to a trampoline park. I might have more fun than the kids, man. And it's a workout itself. Those springs are really tight because I was getting up there. Wish I had had this in the past. I was playing trampoline basketball. I was trying to dunk on an elevated rim. I think it was like 12 or 13 feet. So I was trying to get up there for real. I ain't make any of them though. But thank God I didn't get hurt. Cause I did it like three or four times and I fell pretty miserably. Also falling miserably was my sister. She face planted something serious, but I had already turned the camera off. So we missed it. I was trying to get her to do it again, but for some reason she wouldn't comply. I wanted to just record it so we could live this moment forever. Even just do a slow motion replay. But can you believe she got all conservative on us and didn't want to do it again? I mean, who wouldn't take a fall for the team? Speaking of taking a fall, I took a really big dive into the foam pit, which was awesome. I jumped really far and really high. What they don't really tell you is it's really hard to get out. When I looked at the little kids getting out, they were like climbing and sliding on the top of the foam pit. A foam pit treated me like it was quicksand. I kept sinking the more I tried. I'm like, well, is there a secret passageway down here I can slide under? And then I can, you know, find a secret ladder or a secret tunnel and I can get back on the surface. Because this climbing my way out and swimming forward. I'm going to shut this whole thing down just trying to get myself together. And then Jason and his friends talking about jump again. Jump again? It was more work getting out than it was getting in. I'm out. I'm on to the next one. Preferably something where I don't have to be in such good physical shape that it's not going to matter if I fall or if I have some fun. Maybe I just need a ladder. Sometimes the solution can be right in front of you. You just don't realize it. 
More on that later, though. I'm glad the kids had fun. If I can remember, I was too busy having my own fun. Now I'm just playing. Jace had a blast. He had a bunch of pizza and food. Got hella gifts. Hella gifts that he didn't need. All the different PJ masks and Paw Patrols and everything else. And the funny thing was, he just kept flip-flopping. So one minute he wants PJ masks. So a bunch of people are like, all right, I'm going to get you that. We're going to get you a PJ mask cake. Then he changes his mind and wants Paw Patrol. And it's like, all right, man, we can't just keep going back and forth. That's disrespectful. He didn't care, though. So he got a little bit of everything. But all in all, he was happy. Like I was telling people who thought they had got the wrong gift. Just wait 20 minutes or wait till the new show comes on. Then he'll like your gift again. That's Jace for you. Are you not entertained? But I think the biggest thing in the... But I think the biggest issue with the birthday was probably the elephant in the room. And that's we have now entered the zone of parent politics. You know how it is. They want you to invite your whole class to your party and they want you to make sure that nobody feels left out or, you know, excluded. But sometimes it's probably necessary. And it's not like it's beef. It's just you don't have the same relationship with every kid that um, you think you're supposed to have. And then the parents don't know any of these people. So the kids dragging them along and bringing home these invitations that they've been letting sit in their little cubby for two weeks. So now the parents got to make a snap judgment to get out there and hopefully get them a gift. And you're trying to meet people for the first time. It's a little weird. But that's the politics, man. It's crazy because places like Chuck E. Cheese or these trampoline parks, they got guest limits. And so if you keep adding people or if your class has got 15 and 20 people, by the time you even get to other friends or family members, you're already out of invites and things cost. So then you can't even uh, celebrate with, you know, the people that you actually know. You got to celebrate with all your classmates. That's how they get you. Unless you're paid and you're paid, you can just invite anybody that you want. But for us regular common folk, like that's that's a hassle. It's a big deal. It's not an impossible deal. It's just a big deal. But the cool thing is a couple of people canceled. So I definitely took a spot. My sister took a spot. My line brother took a spot. We got our jump on. Uh, It was so I love it though. I'm an easy, easy date because that's just one of my favorite things to do. And if you're out there jumping and sweating, having fun with the kids, it limits the time you can talk to the parents. You give them the little high and by and, you know, tell them to stop being a helicopter and take the training wheels off. Let the kid run around. I'll halfway keep an eye on them. Go sit down, have some coffee. Wait till we get to the other part. Just do something. You do want to limit those conversations because everybody's parent is different. Like I said before, some kids jail together and some don't. So their parents will do the same thing. You get a lot of questions about the weather or maybe the local team like the Panthers. Or if you've seen them in the drop off line before, you might see they have a similar bumper sticker or something like that. So you talk about that um, or just a favorite player, or sports team. But a lot of guys don't have personality at all. Maybe they're in a really nerdy profession and They don't speak much or maybe the wife is standoffish or maybe the husband is standoffish. Um, You never know. You never know what people are going through or how they feel going into a party. Probably feeling the same way, like they don't know anybody. And all it takes is one uh, or two parties to go to and all of a sudden you're best friends with everybody. So if you get somebody that that's their first party and now they're in here trying to be all nice and stuff and people are being standoffish, 
you can either make the choice to help them and be like, yo, I was there before I was you. Or you just turn your nose up at them as well. It's kind of like the old Mean Girls thing. When she go plastic, man, it's hard to get away. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Even if the pizza is free. That's the politics of parenthood. I'm glad it all worked out. You know what else worked out, though? Monster Jam. That's how, uh, what's it called? Jacoby says it on Jalen and Jacoby. But, you know, if you're familiar with Fab Five legend Jalen Rose and his podcast, uh, they always talk about Monster Jam. And they have these big arguments about who goes to there and they talk about it being cultural, meaning it's only for one race. But Monster Trucks, you know, we can pretty much read between the lines. But I'm happy to report that when we went, ours was a pretty good mix, to be honest with you. Ours was like probably 20 to 25 percent black. And then like there was another 10 percent that were uh, Spanish speaking, we could say. Hopefully that's not offensive. But that's like a head nod, like every three to four people walking by. That's a good type of uh, vibe to be in. That's a good ratio. You could ask for more, but you'd be greedy. At least it's not worse. At least it's not 3% where people are looking at you and wanting to ask you. You're not from around here, are you, boy? But I digress. They didn't say any of that. It's just a good time. But in order for it to stay a good time, you probably want to skip looking around in the parking lot. Lot of bumper stickers. Lots of bumper stickers. Lot of alternative flags, we'll say. Lot of... uh interesting public political views and statements and a lot more but it's probably easier to just come together inside and support the cause than it is to worry about where in the parking lot you're parking next to as long as you can fit and as long as you can get out which is way more important also what's important for the culture did you know there's a black monster truck driver yeah he drives the alien invasion car it's green and he does a little alien move with it it was dope it's, it caught me off guard I'm looking through the little thing and I'm like, wait a minute, is that one? Or is this the studio light? Jackson's like, no, he's brown like us. I say, man, that's cool. So shout out to him. Shout out to Alien Invasion. He didn't come anywhere near beating anybody, but his presence was a present for us. So shout out to us. We're taking over everywhere. We're definitely going to check him out in some of the other trucks again. Maybe when they're a little older and can stay more still and keep their headphones on. Jackson was so pressed about taking off his headphones that once that uh, rumble hit, he threw them right back on. Life comes at you fast, but sometimes it brings you headphones. <laughs> Don't blame me. I wasn't going to let Gravedigger take my son's hearing away. Anyways, man, we had a really great time. Just hate it was all on the same weekend as the party because we were dog tired. I think I'm still not recovered. Father time is wildin' for real. And on a sad note, Father Time is really getting on Alex Trebek's case here. I gotta watch that interview that he did with his wife, but things definitely aren't looking great. He's got an understanding and a healthy fear of what's to come, and I respect that. I thought it was super dope to reach out to Congressman John Lewis and extend the hand to virtually fight together. That's dope. I hope it means something to hope we can look back on this next year and realize, you know, how they did come together to fight this thing. But we'll see. I wish the best for them both, especially because Alex is busy. This best of championship with all the goats, I think it's awesome. I don't know who else is nerdy enough, but I'm loving it. The battles have been dope. The nerdy trash talk has been cool. The uh, interesting placement of daily doubles and 
uh, who gets to bet on them and what they're doing. It's all been pretty interesting to see three different categories of dominance take over and come back to see if they can work together. You got all smarts and Ken, you got all action and James, and you got all washed and bread. <laughs> That's a good mix, man. I love it. Jeopardy has always been one of my favorite shows, but with this, you really got to respect it. I just got one more thing real quick. Since we're talking about respect, I thought it was awesome to see Jimmy Johnson and Bill Cowher get their Hall of Fame induction announcements live on the air in the studio. Man, they were full of tears. Did you see Troy Aikman on the side? Man, that was awesome. What an amazing feeling, though, to complete your journey. Just when you thought it was time to give up or fizzle out. Jimmy and Bill both helped make the Cowboys and Steelers who they are today. Full of irrational fan bases. But Jimmy Johnson, of the famous Troy, Michael, and I guess you want to say Emmett, Cowboys are the league's top tier. And they're still not recognized by Jerry Jones. That much hate and animosity can't be healthy for anybody. But everybody knows the golden rule. He who has the gold makes the rules. And he's got all the gold. To a fault. Too bad he doesn't have an ounce of humility. Might get him further along. you probably find what he's looking for. But I know what you guys are looking for from here. It's time for some uplift. Now for uplift today, I want to take a moment to shout out one of my biggest fans. Shout out to my buddy RJ, who found a helpful solution while helping an elderly couple find their car. Well, I thought about just canceling the podcast altogether, seeing that he figure out where I actually park. I thought about how this solution came about. Sometimes our best ideas come when we step back and do what comes natural to us, like helping somebody. With resolutions come pressure. With expectations come worry. With opportunity comes stress. And with availability comes being overwhelmed. Sometimes when the answer seems a million miles away, or the answer seems locked up, out of reach, when the solution has been driving you mad, Step back, pivot, focus on the things you can do, like helping someone around you, doing something positive, advancing yourself in any other form, or just taking a minute to regroup and relax. And the perfect solution, or at least the next try, will come to you. We all have trouble spots. We all have some reason where we're not where we should be, or we're not where we want to be. And we could all quicksand ourselves if we're not careful. It's real easy to keep going down once you build that momentum or once you start pulling at yourself. But remember, sometimes you've got to slow down to speed up. I know somebody has told you that in some aspect of life. Sometimes you got to back it up a little bit, slow it down in order to get to where you've never been before. So just slow down, take some time, and get back moving. So just remember, sometimes you got to slow it down. Before you know it, you'll be sped up. I think I'm going to try that as soon as possible. Thank you, RJ. Life comes at you fast. I'm just trying to keep up with yesterday. But I'll be back soon to unload some more of the good, bad, and ugly. And hope you'll join me again. Because after I slow down, speed up, and recover from a massive birthday weekend... I'm still going to need some help trying to find out where did I park, park, park.